Who is my daddy and what does he do? Fifth episode it ends with a five. You know what that means? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. We do I should little, have been more ready for that. We but. do a little deep dive on the show, give you uh, new listeners that we're here crewing a little bit more information about who we are, why we're here, and what we're doing. <laughs> I am your host, the Duke of Detroit. You can call me Duke. I'm joined today by some old, old good friends. MJ, say hi, MJ. Hey, Chuck. Hello, and Tim. Yo, yo, yo. We have known each other for quite a few years, and we're all in our 40s, and we like to just tell stories. We'll cover a funny topic uh, or something that we really enjoy and fill you in on the things we like to do. Listen to music, uh, different pop culture from TV shows, movies, books, things like that. And then we play out with the song, song that we like based on how we're feeling for the night. So we'll grab a joint, smoke something special, fill you in about it at the end. Then we flip it over to the B side. It's the same podcast. You don't go anywhere, but now we'll edit things down to a handful of funny stories that hopefully will make you laugh and play out with one more song. So having said that, how did we get here? Well, it all started last year when I think I was having a a Britney Spears style mental breakdown. I want to see that movie. (laughs) Shaving my head, running around with an umbrella. No, I, I feel like I had a midlife crisis. You could take any Wednesday out of one week and it It was comparable to a Wednesday of two years ago, and that kind of bothered me. So I started making some changes. I cut some things out of my life and embraced other things and started doing new things like this podcast. A friend of ours, Jeff. I can't. You're you're confusing me. I'm already already done this. You're like talking like an Ikea instruction manual right now. uh, Initially started it with me, and at some point he got a little too busy and couldn't do it anymore. So we brought in a few friends, and the podcast has changed. At first, we were always talking about pot. The dopest dope I've ever smoked. <laughs> now we don't do that. Now it's just, it's a story about us. Uh, and we just happen to smoke pot. <laughs> pot adjacent. Touché. Pot adjacent. There you have it. I like that. Adjacency, finding things that are adjacent are, is Chuck's superpower. That's something you should know. Uh, we've, a few of us have worked together in the past. We call those heists. So if you hear us mentioning heists. You sons of bitches. What's the job? It's an old story. What else do they need to know? We're all growing marijuana plants right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Yeah. Tim's going to judge them. I'm judging. Yeah. My dog's destroying all mine. And they just planted hers a week ago. Attempting. I think we can still call it attempting. 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 I would say mine are still an attempt as well. Yeah. And Dukes are in mortal danger <laughs> at any given point in time. So No doubt. So we give little updates on that kind of stuff. My dog didn't eat the remainders of mine, so I'm still in the game. Uh, and those For now. seven are still seven. Seven's yeah. the key number here. Think about it. Seven, seven elevens, yeah. seven dwarfs, seven, man, that's the number. They're not down to four, but anything can happen. Seven chipmunks twirling on a branch, eating lots of sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. You know that old children's tale from the sea? We have an intern named Reginald. 
Yeah. Uh, he's not really an intern. He's not really a person, but we talk about him all the time and ask him to do things for us. And his replies are always in drops. We are accepting applications though. If anybody's interested. No shit. We really do need a Reginald. He's going to be real mad when he hears you say he's not a person. (laughs) So if you, if you look at the liner notes, that's actually Reginald typing up all the liner notes and that's his way of contributing to the show. So he is actually like a fifth person sitting here that's not sitting here. So if you were to read the notes at the same time you listen to the podcast, you'd see his point of view. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. Always, always read the notes. Did you see Chuck the other day when uh, I had when he had the liner notes in and we were talking about your birthday? We're like, oh, Chuck's birthday was yesterday. Everybody's like, oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Reginald's like, my birthday's today. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Poor Reginald. Poor Reginald. Oh, Reggie. So give us a follow. We are unfortunately some filthy motherfuckers. So if you don't like that kind of stuff uh, and don't like hearing somebody call somebody else an asshole or bitch or the C word, it's not appropriate now, but if it is appropriate, I'll say the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then uh, maybe this isn't for you. So fuck off. Yep. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot of inside jokes that I need to fill people in on, and I don't even know where to start. You were saying. You're going to need a greatest hits. So put it in your mouth. Your motherfucking mouth. Uh. Oh, my God. I'm so dry. <laughs> pop that pussy. Pop, pop that pussy, baby. Pop, pop, pop. You know what I'm talking about? Chuck can't hold the smoke. That's what it is. I think that's it. You were saying it's probably the only thing that matters. Here's a tidbit. Oh, and the foot log. The foot log is important. And the fact mm. that the TV show, The Mick, has to come back. And uh, that lead actor, Scott Mick. Oh, Uh-oh. I can't remember his name. It's been too many weeks since I've talked about him. I feel like I failed him. Is it The Mick himself? No, he's not The Mick. Yeah. Just uh, go back and listen to all the episodes. You'll catch up. You know, it's like <laughs> 250 hours of episodes already. No, it's good. <laughs> There's no catching up now. Some people are fucking bored. <laughs> oh, like me. So I made 250 hours of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Memoir. All right. I think the most important thing is there's a, there's a time I was sitting around with Jeff. And we were both high and he was talking and, and he interrupted me to tell a story. And he just starts going down this long path. And all of a sudden it's clear on his face. He forgot what he was talking about. <laughs> and he looked at me, just a big smile on his face, took a hit off his joint. He goes, what you were saying? And I realized that's fucking genius. Anytime you forget where you are, you can volley to somebody and say, you were saying, and that's your way of saying, I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore. You can either remind me and I'll continue on or go ahead and just take over because I fucking care less. Derailed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I think we all use that yeah. from time to time. Time to time, you're going to yeah. hear you were saying. All mm-hmm. right. That, that's fine enough. Check us out. We have filthy paintings and stupid paintings and horrible things on our website. 5D Lounge or Fifth Dimension Lounge.com. Uh, or you can go to our Instagram, Twitter, Weed Life, fucking YouTube, LinkedIn. I don't know. We have shit everywhere. <laughs> 5D Lounge or look Fifth Dimension Lounge. You'll find us. Yeah, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, having said that, there's a lot of things we said we were going to do over this last year that we kind of abandoned. Do we need to address those? Like things like we were going to do a new strain every week. I'll say this if anybody cared about them, just let us know. Maybe we'll continue. I think we right? gave it a valiant effort and we had a few. S- Really neat new strains, but once we got to Wonka bars, yeah, Wonka bars is good for it's. It makes for a good conversation. Yeah, it's yeah, a good podcasting. Usually. Well, um, that's that's my style preferred is to find and be loyal to a strain. There you go. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, I found two strains in particular that 
I think it's all I need at my house now. And that's going to be, and they're both Skymint brands, Fatso and, uh, oh shit, what was the other one? What about the Blue the Dream? One? Well, that's it's hard to find growing. Blue Dream. Yeah, it's so hard to find. I'll have it on hand shortly, but, oh my God, what is the, oh, GMOG? I don't know. Well, that, that was Fatso. Fatso is GMOG, which Fatso is fantastic. Oh, Sour Diesel. Sour Diesel. Mm. Fatso yeah. and Sour Diesel. I got a nice Sativa. I got a nice mm-hmm. uh, Indica. Pfft, I'm done. Mm-hmm. They're both what exactly what I want. Happy. Yeah, I do the same thing with Fatso and Wonka Bars. Like, that's all I keep at home. I guess Wonka Bars is our podcast of choice. Yeah. Strain. Nobody pays us for this shit, so I don't think we're advertising. This right. is what we really love. <laughs> yep. Um, so we're not going to try a new strain every week. We'll do a when and if we want to. We were also going to do 12 dispensary reviews, and I think we did like four or five. We did a couple. Yeah. If we have desire, do you guys want to? Is that something you want to do? Or I do mean, you even care? Yeah. From time to time, I mean, we may talk about them, like when we go. When it was a pot podcast, I think it made <clears throat> sense. I don't yeah, think sure. I care anymore. Not as much. If no. someone does, let us know. If I find something special, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on our site. Mm-hmm. That's right. Or if someone needs us to advertise for them, sure, we'll give you a review. I'm <laughs> also loyal with the stores that I purchase from. What's your favorite? Unless you pay me. Well, my, my most recent favorite is the one that delivers to my homestead. <laughs> there it is. Wow. That makes a big difference, does it? I have it not does. had it delivered yet, but I want to. Mm-hmm. Oh. I like to go peruse. I like to go in. That's fair. Yeah, can be. Especially, you know, you might run into the weed whisperer, so. Well, that's how we met her originally, well, yeah, right? I know. Mm-hmm. Jesus, she's taught me a lot. Yeah. A, lot a lot about weed and her personal life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. We need, to ha- we need to have her back. We haven't talked to her in a while. It's been a while. Oh, it's been 10 episodes. It was 25. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. That's right. Why I was, oh, shit. Should we call her? Nah, no, I think yeah, we, can, we, can, we can try to get a hold of her on the B-side, maybe. Yeah, B-side. Okay. Last week, actually, we were telling you about Chuck's loft over his garage that we found. Mm-hmm. He had his stairs put in. So t- tell us a little bit, Chuck, about how that got put in. Because this, this is an incredible story. I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, well, how it got put in. So... There was a loft we talked about last week yeah. above his garage. Been there 13 years. Nobody had been up there before. <laughs> and it's this finished product, right? Hardwood floors. The walls are painted. I see what you're getting at. So <laughs> he's still a little high. Yeah. No, no. I see, what you're, I see what you're getting at now. I had to go up there for the first time finally. Yeah. To help get the stairs in or the steps in. Yeah. So the guy comes over as carpenter to, to build these stairs that are going to fold down like attic stairs would. Mm-hmm. They're just supposed to be sturdier, nicer, and wider than attic stairs. Mm-hmm. And they are. They're metal. They're yeah. They're nice. I think he did a fine job. Yeah. It's better than a ladder. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's, it's somewhere between a ladder and steps. Yeah. Closer to a Closer ladder. Closer to a ladder. <laughs> but still much better. Yes. I've, I've and, got one in my house. And then halfway up, it ends up with a rail there. Mm-hmm. So we go up there. And there's going to be four of us this night. It was a Friday night. And uh, we just brought camping chairs because he hasn't decorated yet. And one of the guys is an old stoner. The guy is so cool. I love this guy, friend of ours. And then this other guy, good friend of ours, I'm going to call him Dungeon Master. <laughs> He has never smoked before. Well, he smoked cigarettes, but never weed. Yeah. So he, we all get our camping chairs. We got music going. We're all excited. And Chuck and I are already stoned when they get there. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> so we go over the rules with new guy, Dungeon Master. Like, dude, here are the rules. First rule, fucking no getting up and going over by the steps. Like, we don't want, yeah, you're going to be high. Limits. You can't go over there by yourself. Like, it's a big no-no. <laughs> <laughs> Second rule, when we give you this joint, you're only taking one puff. That's it. After you take a puff, like, wait 30 minutes. We're going to wait an hour. It's okay. You might not feel anything right away. We're going to wait. He's like, all right. Uh, do we give many? Oh, I said no communications once you start smoking. Yep, no electronic devices. Because uh, that's rule number one of yeah. Pot Club. Mm-hmm. 
What else? Was there any other rules? I don't think so. Okay. So three rules. Yeah. I feel like there was a fourth rule because you're like, dude, you broke all four rules. Oh, I don't know. We probably came up with another one along the way or something. Okay. So three rules. He sits down, we hand him his joint, and he takes a hit off of it and doesn't cough at all. And he's like, well, I'm a smoker. I'm like, okay. He's like, I've smoked for years, and we did see him smoke a hookah not too long ago. Yes, this is true. So, like, I take him at his word. Like, well, he's not coughing because he's a smoker. Chuck and I, on the other hand, are <laughs> God damn it, you hear us every week on the fucking podcast. We can't not. As per usual. Yeah, we can't not stop coughing. So I find it interesting that he's not. So 10 but minutes goes by. really looks like he's taken, like, a huge hit of smoke and, like, He's doing something within his mouth or something. Yep. But it seemed like he was inhaling it like a lot. Yeah, it sure did. And so he goes on and he just, he sit there. 10 minutes goes by, we're telling stories. 20 minutes goes by, we're telling stories. 30 minutes. He's like, I don't feel anything. All right, man, go ahead and smoke a little more. So he smokes a little more. We're still, still telling stories. And he goes to town on this joint. He smokes the whole joint. The whole thing. <laughs> oh like it's a cigarette. Just killed yeah. it. Now the room is filled with smoke. We have these beautiful bay windows open. So you're getting cold, uh, not cold breeze, cool breeze coming through. It's a summer night. It's fucking perfect. This, the temperature, he's got these lights set down low. We got nice music playing. We're telling funny stories. And Dungeon Master is just fucking smoking joints. <laughs> yes. He Damn. grabs his second joint that I'm this glad. other guy brought him. And he smokes that. Chuck's like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do. So he rolls him another one. <laughs> he's like the whole thing, and he's what? like, I'm, he's like immune or something. Yeah, and I, so I roll him another one, and he smokes all of that. So I'm like, this has to be because it's your first time yeah. smoking. It has to be it. It's your first time smoking. There's no other reason. That's a lot. You should be able to fill something of a of a today's strain. The night oh, yeah, this oh, was good stuff like too. Three good things. Yeah, like three fantastic strains, including yeah. the shit that we including smoke. Wonka bars. Yeah, yeah. Wonka right, bars. Right. So uh, yeah, he leaves. He goes home. We all leave. Uh, Chuck and I are talking through the week, and I'm like, man, I don't think he's inhaling. I don't think he's inhaling. I think, you know, now that I'm thinking about it and now that I'm not stoned, I'm looking at sober-minded Duke, looking back and, and reflecting, I'm realizing I don't think he was inhaling. Hmm. He couldn't have because we we cough like crazy. Constantly. He had to have coughed even a little bit. He didn't. So I don't think he's inhaling. So he's coming back over Friday. We're running it again, but this time he's only allowed to take one hit, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, just one, one hit. Right. Well, that's the first rule. That's the first rule. Yeah. So we'll hmm. give it a whirl. But I, if he's not coughing, I'm not buying it. As a former smoker, I don't feel that there would be any way that he wouldn't inhale some of that, even if he was purposely not trying to inhale. Three joints. Dude. I, I don't know. It's kind of a, an experiment. I guess we'll see this weekend what happens. It, yeah. If I would have smoked what he smoked, like in that time period. You would have been fucked up for a week. Oh, God. I wouldn't have been able to, I would have been living in that loft still. I would have never made it past <laughs> three hits. No. Oh. No. He had so much. But my favorite part was we were calling for pizza and uh, he's like, he's giving him special instructions that we're up in this loft. I'm like, loft. I'm like, man, you don't need to worry about that. Everybody knows where we are right now. <laughs> he's like, why? I'm like, this loft is higher than any other house in your neighborhood and we can look out over it. We have lights on and it's dark outside and all it is is weed pouring out of this place. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is the fucking Blue Dream Lighthouse. <laughs> so we actually named it the Blue Dream Lighthouse. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Made it official. Yeah. Just like a bong. Bam. But yeah, named yeah. it really quick. It had to smoke in it first. Yeah. Once we were up there, it made sense. But I swear to God, I, I, I would like to picture... I'm going to paint this. Oh, this is such a good idea. Okay. I would like to picture somebody 
staring up at your loft with just light coming out and smoke pouring out. Nice. You know how normally you see a lighthouse and has a light circling around yep. the top and there's like smoke on the water at the bottom or, or mist? Fire in the sky. <laughs> smoke. Yeah, it's fog. Yeah. So I want this fog like pouring out of your windows yeah. and it's just pitch black out and the windows themselves light up. That's genius. Yeah. I've already been thinking about this lighthouse painting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna paint one for up there. I told you that. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Genius. Anyway, yeah. Love that was it. fun. Love it. We broke it in. You guys ready to get to our topic of the night? Do it. Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. <laughs> <laughs> So we used to use an air horn on the show for our main topic. Vetoed. It got vetoed, and I asked, I asked all the lizards, people like you that listen, we call you guys lizards. I asked the lizards to email me. If there's one fucking person out there that would email me at duke at 5dlounge.com, I would have kept the air horn. I still will, but nobody did. So instead, I took Chuck's version of him singing a low note. <laughs> I chopped it up so that we get... <laughs> Oh, a new gosh. air horn. It's my chuck horn. <laughs> I want my car to make this noise when I press the horn. We can do that. <laughs> we can do that. We, we can do that. People than, will oh, run man. in fear. Yeah. That is better than the Dukes of Hazard all day. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't keep it together when you play that. I know. <laughs> How do you think we felt when we heard it the first time? Jesus. <laughs> It's a week ago you heard it the first time. You should have by now really grasped it. <laughs> all right. All right, today our topic is going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. We are going to talk about our favorite movies as well as maybe some taglines from other movies, maybe where he fits into pop culture, how he was, you know, touched different music in different ways uh, in some funny ways, uh, and go from there. I think this should be a fun topic. All right, my, my Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, favorite all time. Man, this guy has such a long history of fantastic movies, and there's Agreed. so many you could pick. And it's really a struggle. Am I picking it for a certain scene? Is it the overall message? Because they're all such positive messages, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, or is it a comedy? Is it an action movie? He's got great ones. But my favorite, I think I'm going to go all time, was Total Recall for a number of reasons. Year's 1990. I'm a teenager at the time. Just short of two hours. It's based on a really uh, short story. Philip K. Dick, I think is his name. Uh, it's science fiction. It's just science fiction. And it's one of these movies that the very end leaves you to make a decision on how it ends. Like, was this all happening in his head? Or uh, was he really a secret agent? Or was it happening in his head? Was it a dream? And another reason this, and I'll get into the movie itself in a second, this stands out to me as one of my favorite movies, is I went and saw it with my dad at the time, uh, which is just a great memory. And as a teenager, a young teenager, I'm looking up to my dad, and, and there's so many things that he would say that I would take cue from and try to learn from him. So, you know, sports teams he liked, I liked. Movies he liked, I liked. So I took a lot of cues from him. We see this movie and we walk out and it's a movie that ends with, uh, well, what do you think? And he and I thought differently on it. And that's one of the first moments I remember like branching out, having, like being different. And it wasn't on purpose. I wasn't doing it just to be against what my dad was saying. But I found that really interesting that we both saw it so differently. So the whole drive home, we're talking about our aspect and what we thought and why things happened. 
And we still both thought that same way. And I thought that was really cool. That is cool. That's awesome. That's a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So great movie too. Oh, and it's filled with famous people, right? Sharon Stone. So what? So who fucking blew you in the parking lot before you came in? Huh? Obviously, if if you don't know her from basic instinct and showing her snatch, maybe you know her as Robert De Niro's crazy fucking wife in Casino. I mean, those movies are fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, she had so many strong movies like that. Michael Ironside. I know you probably recognize the name, but he's been shit like Starship Troopers. He was Jester in Top Gun, yep. speaking of Top Gun. Lots of bit part in 80s uh, old shit like A-Team, V, Hill Street Blues, and then he blew up in the 80s and ended up in all these smaller parts in movies, but he's into everything. Stittner's report says it all. He's a wild card. Flies by the seat of his pants. Completely unpredictable. Ronnie Cox uh, played Cohegan. He's the bad guy from RoboCop. He was... Lieutenant Bogomi in Beverly Hills Cop. Because whatever happens, this corporation will live up to the guiding principles of its founder. Just to name a few. Uh, Dean Norris, he's the bald brother-in-law on uh, Breaking Bad. Chick's got an ass like an onion. Makes me want to cry. That motherfucker has not aged in fucking 30 years. He looks the exact same. Mm -hmm. He's another one who's in a lot of stuff. And then, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, the guy was just... A monster at the time. You son of a bitch. And this is, although it's 1990, this is typical 80s action movie, right? It's filled with good taglines constantly. See you at the party, Richter. Um, he says ridiculous things as a catch line for everything he does. Consider that a divorce. Uh, and it's totally overacted, right? And it's just, it's, it's dramatic for no reason, which makes it funny. Mm. I fucking love it. I love it. Such a good movie. So the storyline is Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, this is the future. Mars is, is a thing. You can go to Mars now. And it looks like a paradise on all these advertisements. And Schwarzenegger is just a poor construction worker. And he decides to go to one of these things where you put a thing on your head and it'll give you a dream and it'll make you feel like you're living another life. So it's a way to take a vacation when you're poor without going somewhere. It's mm. like VR, but it makes it feel like a real memory. Can I ask you just one question, though? What is it that is exactly the same about every single vacation you have ever taken? I give up. You. You're the same. No matter where you go, there you are. It's always the same old you. Let me suggest that you take a vacation from yourself. And I know, it sounds wild. It is the latest thing in travel. We call it the ego trip. No, I'm not interested in that. You're going to love this, Doug. We offer you a choice of alternate identities during your trip. I mean, face it, why go to Mars as a tourist when you can go as a playboy or a famous jock or... Secret agent. How much is that? Ah. So he sits down and they give him these options of what he wants and they start showing the options. It's like you could be a spy or you could, you know, you could be on a romantic holiday. He's like, ooh, spy, I like that. You are a top operative, back under deep cover on your most important mission. People are trying to kill you left and right. You meet this beautiful, exotic woman. Come on. I don't want to spoil it for you, Doug, but you rest assured, by the time the trip is over, you get the girl, kill the bad guys, and save the entire planet. Now you tell me, isn't that worth a measly 300 credits? They go to set things up, and it's not ready yet, and all of a sudden, he starts wigging out. Like they give him his medicine to knock him out, he starts going crazy and he breaks free and he realizes he is the spy. They had scrambled his brains and he knows what he has to do and he starts 
his wife then turns out to be a, a spy as well. She's going to kill him because she was just a secret agent. And shit gets out of control. And all of a sudden, he gets this package from himself. Howdy, stranger. This is Hauser. If things have gone wrong, I'm talking to myself, and you've got a wet towel wrapped around your head. Telling him that it's a video message, telling him that he's got to get his ass to Mars. This is the plan. Get your ass to Mars. So boom, he's off to Mars where there's a chick with three tits. I mean, that alone in the story <laughs> should make you excited. The best part is three the chick with three tits. <laughs> Man, it was such an interesting, quick sci-fi movie that kept changing as the movie goes on. Then you get to Mars and there's this underground uh, insurgency that's trying to push back against the government. And he's told he's got to find this guy, Quato. And he finds this underground group of like refugees and they... One guy opens his shirt and this whole like monster morphs out of his belly. A man is defined by his action, not his memory. It turns out these guys that are on Mars have been uh, exposed to different rays and things like that, and they have mutated. So a lot of them have scars on their faces. Well, this guy's got a fucking baby, essentially, that comes out of his stomach and talks to him. He's like, yeah. Quaid. <laughs> he starts talking <laughs> fucking freaky. Um... And then, you know, the movie continues, big climactic ending uh, that's really fun. But it leaves you with this sense of, well, shit, was he really the super spy? Or was he going on vacation, taking this, like, mind trip where that was the adventure, was he was the spy? Mm. And it, you don't know the answer. It leaves it up in the air. So exciting. Hmm. So exciting. You know, that one I never actually saw. <gasps> and I'd always, I know, I know, and... I, I'm going to make it a point to watch it now because I'll put it on my list. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yes, that's yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> it's as good as done. Yeah, put in your that's journal. That's an IOU. Yeah. <laughs> that's as good as money, sir. Those are IOUs. Go ahead and add it up. Every cent's accounted for. Look. See this? That's a car. 275000 Might want to hang on to that one. <laughs> put it in your journal. I would love to watch that. Never. <laughs> Write that down right uh, now. It, it is a great movie. I don't know how I haven't seen it in a long time, but it holds I mean, when up. It was, does it okay? I, I I remember watching. I mean, I watched it. You know, probably a couple dozen times. You know, his acting is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm being facetious, but I'm not. Like when he first breaks into the spy character, he like starts freaking out and like breaks out of this chair that he's strapped down in. But the look on his face of like anger and really trying to get out of it. It looks really real. It's fucking intense. Like, he gets into it. Good for him. Good for him. And that's why he's such so famous. It's because he's such a good actor. You know, they, they redid that movie uh, It has a few nothing years ago. to do with his physique at all. Oh, sure, MJ. <laughs> Isn't that a double standard? Right. I'm talking about his acting ability, and you're comparing his body. I see what all these no, women I'm have been going through. No, I'm just complimenting his body. All right. Let's, uh, that's, my, that's my favorite Arnold movie. That's a good one, man. Yeah, I like it. For a, a number one. of reasons. Yeah. I love the movie itself. I loved how it ended. I loved the... Three boobs. Three boobs. I love that they remade it years later with Brian Cranston as well as Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. Like big names. Oh. And it was not good. It, it wasn't. wasn't. Did it not. Sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. So it just gives you gives all that more love than back to the original because it holds up. It's good. Yeah. Hmm. It's an old-fashioned action movie. And to be honest, there was cool sci-fi shit in there we hadn't seen. Like that yeah. chick where uh, the disguise he's wearing starts malfunctioning, and he takes off this head. It just, like, separates off of him, and it closes over his head, and he yeah, throws yeah. it like a bomb. Get ready for a surprise! 
It was incredible. There were so many neat little things like that. The ID scanner where it shows his skeleton as he's walking through it. Like, we'd never seen stuff like that mm-hmm. before. Yeah. There was some really good stuff in that movie. I do love a good, unique story, so. Yeah. The best part about it. The absolute best. And I'm going to play this for you right now. Somebody made a parody video of a, a famous Tom Petty, <laughs> famous Tom Petty song. So instead of free falling, I give you total recalling. I've been dreaming of going to Mars where Mew. This song is the plot line. Plastic cars. So I go there. You know the rest. The best part is the girl with three breasts. I told you. Oh my god. <laughs> Total this is B-side material right no, here. So <laughs> you talk about how Arnold Schwarzenegger is permeated, permeated pop culture. So I'm on it's true. The epitome of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just love it. I want to see that movie. That was... Uh, and a total recall for me. I that one really permeated a lot of American culture. Yeah, it yeah, had yeah. an impact on my life. I love it. So that's my yeah. number one. What do you got, MJ? I dig it. Oh, okay. We're gonna kick it over to me then. Kick. I I, I want to get you between skittles. I got- <laughs> <laughs> that was a wise choice. I'm going for Terminator Two. Such I, a good yeah. movie. That is a favorite Great of mine. Pick. I feel like that's a, at the height of his career before he transitioned into governor of California. And um, I, I saw the first Terminator many, many years later after I saw T2. T2 was the first Terminator that I saw. And so when I saw T1 many years later, boy, that one does not hold up. You don't think so? No. The first Terminator? No. No. Oh, no. no. The effects no, are no. terrible. Yeah, they're really bad. They're so bad. They're so... Anyway, for, you know, just for that that level of apocalypse and cyborg yeah. and all that stuff. It's so futuristic for what they were able to pull off. Yeah. So T2, though, that game was stepped up significantly. Oh, and isn't this yeah. when CGI was starting to become more of a... Yeah. Or some form yeah. of... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is circa 1992-ish. Uh, CGI took major steps forward because all that stuff that... Who was the guy's name? Patrick... Uh, what's the name of the actor? That plays Robert the, Patrick. Robert Patrick. That plays the T-1000. Yeah. So, he, you know, he turns this liquid metal body that moves uh, around. That was CGI so stuff, right? So cool. Yeah. No, that was real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rhetorical question. I mean... The point was, like, that's when that kind of stuff yes. started. Right after that's Jurassic yes. Park a year later. So that stuff's really new at the time. You're right. Totally. So it's, um, I, I really liked, and, and in this T2, the difference is, is this time Arnold Schwarzenegger comes back as the Terminator, the protector. Yeah. Come with me if you want to live. Of John Connor, who is Sarah Connor's son. And he's the one who saves the world in the first Terminator. But in the second Terminator, they're trying to prevent that incident from ever taking place. I need to know how Skynet gets built. Who's responsible? The main most directly responsible is Miles Bennett Dyson. So in this, um, 
Sarah Connor, played by Linda Hamilton, is fucking badass. She was. She worked out like a mad woman. Her arms were buff as shit. She played a tough broad. She was scary. Oh, she was scary, but for all good reason based on the, you know, movie itself. And she was in a, you know, a, a psychiatric hospital for many years because everybody thought she was crazy just from what she was saying what's going to happen in the future. So that scene of her in that psychiatric hospital, all of her scenes oh, are fucked up. That scene the when she's getting guy, busted out. Oh. Right before that, the fat guy comes and like licks her face yes. and she's supposed to be like knocked out on the drug she's on, but she didn't take it. And she knows he's going to lick his face and she sits there and she takes it. She takes she it, She doesn't yeah. even fucking flinch. Yes. Like that was so fucked up, right? Like mm-hmm. this, this movie was good. It had some real shit going on. So then when she goes to leave and she's again, a badass, yes. right? She's taking out these orderlies that are, are built and made to keep people in there, right? These are big, strong guys. They got billy clubs and she is not fucking around. And she <laughs> takes them out as she's hauling ass yeah. down this hall. And as she turns that corner, right as the T-500 is coming off the elevator. And she, you see her... Which like, is Arnold. Yep, it's yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, which in her mind... Is, oh, is it 800? Yeah. T-800? T-800. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> right. As she's like sees him, and it slow, goes slow motion, you see that fear in her face, and she starts backpedaling and sliding on the floor. Fucking great yes. acting and yeah. directing. Yeah, it's incredible. He yeah. emerges from the elevator, and then yep. John is right. He has John with him, and that's when John's like, "Mom, it's okay." It's, uh. <laughs> I think he. I think she. Her sedation might have kicked in at that point, though. Didn't somebody end up getting her toward the end there? I think an orderly caught up with her when she remember. backpedaled. I have to rewatch it. Um, so anyway, yes, uh, you know, Edward Furlong, who played John Connor, his voice was annoying in yeah, it because he was totally in the height of his puberty. But uh, Patrick, um, Robert Patrick, who played T-1000, that was a badass yeah. Yeah. Terminator. Say, that's a nice bike. He yeah. was scary. <clears throat> so he, everything I've seen him in since, I've been like, man, that guy really got out of shape. Because <laughs> for T two he was in perfect shape. And he's oh, like yeah. he's you see him standing there naked a few times, and like there's no fat on his body. It's all muscle. Yeah. And uh, so every time I ever see him, it's like oh, we really let himself go. Like everybody <laughs> ever hold up that standard from thirty years ago. Yes. But he was great in that movie. Yes, and he went on to be Agent Doggett in the X Files after that. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that either. But I did really like in that whole plot of the movie when they went to go visit. Dr. Miles Dyson, who oh, was yeah. the one who ultimately from, you know, caused this whole cyborg situation to happen. Yeah. And I always felt bad for him when they invaded his house. And, <laughs> and I mean, he was going to die either way, right. right? He was either going to die the way that he did or die because the world was fucked. Yep. That's crazy. That was, I loved that movie for so many reasons. I loved that they brought Arnold back as a good guy mm-hmm. and then had the cop be the bad guy. Yes. Yeah. But what I fucking hated was that it was spoiled for me in the commercials. Oh, no. So I knew before I went to the movie because that would have been so good to not know and sit there expecting, here's this Terminator that's going to kill this kid. 
and he's really there to save him. Mm-hmm. That's great. And you remember he the the T one thousand was impervious to, to everything, everything yeah. except yep. when that nitrogen yep. truck oh it froze cracked him. Yep. open yep. and it froze him. But then it was it also disrupted it. They were at like a steel plant, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that flowed over and ended up melting what had frozen. Oh, that whole scene is cool as shit. Yes, yes. yes. There was a lot of cool visuals. That was a unique, different, neat movie that if you think about so many movies since I've tried to copy, that movie was incredible. It was so yep. good. And I still like, that's one that I still like to watch yeah, and revisit sure. every that, now and again. That was one, you know how we talked about the the black cable boxes, you know, where oh, yeah. you just, you had like pay-per-view and it's just, it's playing a movie on repeat. Yes. You know what I mean? That was one that I watched like that. I mean, I've probably seen that movie, like no joke, mm-hmm. over a hundred times. Yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> Up there with Shawshank. Well, my music memory of that movie is Guns N' Roses. They had a song that was made for the movie called You Could Be Mine. You could be my eyes. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> First try. Because you're wasting my time. That one. You should dress as Axel for Halloween. Oh, that would be good. And sway and belt out songs. <laughs> so you got a couple of costumes you guys start working on. So uh, I remember. You. You know, so do you. This was before the internet, right? So there's no way to to hear this music before it comes out. So I'd read an article somewhere that Guns N' Roses was going to have a song in Terminator 2, which makes me really excited. And you're waiting for it to come out, waiting for it to come out. And back then, you had to hear music on the radio first before their CDs came out. It was a way for them to tease that it was coming out. So here I am driving my Jeep one day, and I hear the drums in the beginning of that song. I'm like, Mm. no fucking way. This is it. And they didn't announce or anything. I I heard it. And as soon as you hear that guitar start to slide, I'm like, oh my God, that's Slash. I pulled over. I was so excited. I turned it way up and I just concentrated on the radio because there was no way for me to hear this song again until I heard it on the radio again. Like it wasn't out. There was no way to buy it. So fucking cool. And then it's in the movie. Um, The two kids are on like a moped. Dirt bike. Dirt bike. Okay, yeah. They're driving between buildings and you just see the alley view. So you just hear like, but you hear just like skipping. Through the reservoir. There it is. That happened. Mm. That was the one. Same thing, <laughs> but through a reservoir. So it's like yeah. by the concrete columns. <laughs> Same sound <laughs> effect. You're hearing the music kind of cut off every time they drive and by. And this is where he's being pursued by the T-1000 who is behind the wheel of a semi-truck. That's right. Yeah. That's mm. right. Just blasting through bridges. So in the music yeah. video for that movie, uh, Arnold walks into a bar just like he does in the beginning of the movie. And he mm. walks through and his, you know, Robot eyes are scanning Guns N' Roses as they're playing live. And he pulls up his gun as if he's going to shoot Axel. And on his targeting system, it says, Waste of Ammo. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cool. That's perfect. I love that type of stuff. Ideal. Good movie. Good movie. So that is my choice. It's a great one. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be back. Chuck, what do you got? I have... um, a more recent Arnold movie. It's called Sabotage. Came out in 2014. Um, So right after he... uh, was done with the governorship, right? I think no longer some, the governor. Mm. He had some cameos and some movies and stuff, but this was like one of his first ones, you know, back like full time. Um, and I, 
at the time, it just, it seemed like there was a kind of a lack of these movies, right? And especially, you don't see anything from Arnold for a long time. Are you right? talking about like lack of action Like movies? a really good action movie, man. Okay. Um, they got cliche for a bit there. It, yeah, I agree. And this was, this was dark. This is a really dark movie, but it has really good action sequences that seem really believable, you know? Um, so this is a story of, have, have you guys seen this? You've I've seen not. this, dude, I have. right? Yeah. yeah. It's a really interesting it? movie. It is. Um, so they're essentially uh, DEA agents. Um, in the beginning, you see that a uh, uh, drug cartel had kidnapped Arnold's wife and killed her. I mean, it's brutal. It's like Dang. really, it's very intense. Really over the top. It's actually mildly difficult to watch. Um, but uh, so, wife's killed. He uh, decides. You know they're gonna steal some money from a from a drug bust. So they organize this whole thing, and his team goes in, and they steal ten million dollars, and they they feed it out, you know, from this like holding area with a and through like the sewers and stuff. Mm. They break Um, a toilet off the ground. Yeah, shitty toilet. Yeah, (laughs) and like go through the sewers to dump these bags through. It's really interesting, and it's Mm. really cool. I mean, it opens up with this great action sequence, and it's he's got this team, and they all have cool, you know code names and you know his is a breacher um but uh it's so, like an 80s action movie yes done in the 2000 teens yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's just different it, it is it's really really dark and really fast paced and you know the action sequences are real kind of like john wick in a way it reminds me a mm. little bit of that like real quick and to the point but very believable um so they do this heist and they feed the money down the sewer and they come back and or come to get the money and it's gone. Someone got there before them. It's an occupational hazard when you fight the cartels. And um, so the whole team goes under investigation. You know, he's separated from them and they, they go through this like, I don't know, year or two investigation. Finally, they decide, you know, this just isn't worth our time anymore. We're pretty sure you guys did this, but fuck it. Go back and do your thing. You see any other feds getting smoked? So he goes back, and they're a hot mess, right? They haven't been doing anything for a while. Look at you, with your fucking 48% body fat, and you scrounged little bastard. Fuck you guys. Um, but they uh, get back on the job. And, um, you know, they kind of start doing some training and stuff, but there's this whole, like, behind the, behind the scenes of, like, who took this money, right? Mm-hmm. So it turns into this you know, kind of investigation thing. Um, and members of the team start dying. Um, what is the actress that plays her? I should probably look at her. Yeah. Name. You gotta know their names. I'm sorry. Um, so it's, it has, this movie's, uh, this movie's filled with famous people. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. So it has, um, Olivia Williams plays the, she's like a police detective. Um, she was in, uh, six sense. She plays, uh, Bruce oh. Willis's wife. Oh, I know her. Yeah. Okay. Real short hair. Yeah. Um, uh, Marilla Enos from the killing. Is in this, so she blew my mind in this. Oh movie. yeah, absolutely. She's, she's so she's over like the top. ripped and wearing a tank top. A la, speaking of T two, Sarah Connor. Yeah, like Sarah mm-hmm. Connor. What was her name though? Her real name? Linda Hamilton. Linda, like Linda Hamilton. Like she's fucking just ripped in this tank top. She's got long hair that's just past her shoulders, but it's not down. It is like up and out. She's a white chick with like frizzy hair. Like it's just it's this like afro of white hair. It's really weird. But then she, the way she carries herself and her persona. You just know she's a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. We watched this other show that was a drama called The Killing uh, that was all about trying to solve this murder over like four seasons. She was in it and she's very buttoned up. She had her hair pulled back into a little tiny tiny ponytail or, or a bun. Always, It was in Seattle and she was cold so she always, always had big coats up, on yeah. and, and she just looked very 
plain. Mm-hmm. So to see this other role and that she's like this badass, like, yeah. holy shit, she, she did a really, really good, good job. Yeah. Nice. Um, has uh, Joe Magliano. He was in um, True Blood. Bigger guy, kind of, he was one of the werewolves in there. Or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, so everything starts falling apart. Some of the team members start getting murdered. You know, uh, your typical double cross, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, action movie it's great there's um, all these double crosses it's kind of a mystery like well fuck who on his team is the one sabotaging like it was, it was really yeah. interesting it's a who done it almost right a, in a pretty side of an action movie, movie. Yeah. yeah so they eventually come to figure out you know someone on the team's killing other team members to try and track down the you know the money but at the same time man arnold's like pulling the strings with this detective i mean he's pointing her in the right direction he's kind of making things happen um and it turns out that uh, uh morella enos's character is assuming that some of them took the money so she's just randomly killing everybody and trying to figure it out um but arnold takes her out and admits that he stole the money and um so that's the like the big twist right like he he took all the money. He's just trying to get to Mexico and find the people that killed his family. And he, he does. He goes down there. He seeks them out. He pays $10 million to find this guy mm. and goes into this bar and, you know, takes him in the bathroom and kills him and then takes out this entire bar of, like, his guards and, like, other cartel people and, like, you know, gets shot in the process, of course. And, like, it's it's such a great ending, man. He sits down at this bar and just, like, he has a whiskey and a cigar and, like, he's bleeding all over the place and it's just... It's a, out. it's a typical, again, typical yeah. 80s movie, but done in a really gritty, dirty, mm-hmm. different lens, right? It makes hmm. everything really more realistic. Yeah, and updated. It had some really good, like, twists and turns and stuff that you really didn't see coming. It was it was good. It's a good choice. That's yeah. always it's fun. by far my favorite Arnold movie. Um, I've, I've loved that movie since it came out. I've seen it several times. Um, it's it's a little dark, but it's it's good. It's I like awesome. dark. All right, Tim, what do you got? So, yeah, so I compare Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. to, I guess in a way, like Dwayne Johnson these days, The Rock, right? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah, no, I think that's a great comparison. Yes, what The Rock! It mm-hmm. is. I, well, I think so. Well, even so, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that because of another reason too. There was a movie with The Rock. Um, it was his first big The Rundown. Yes, I yep. couldn't think of what that was. Arnold's yeah. in the bar in the in opening, the, the thing. very yeah. opening yeah. scene. What movie? He's going The Rundown. The rundown. Oh. Christopher Walken, uh, Dwayne I The Rock totally Johnson. Remember I remember this. Somebody else, but anyway. Rock's walking in. Arnold's walking out. He's like, and keeps walking. And that was like a handoff. It like, was. I was the old action star. You're going to be the new action star. Yeah. So that's a great I love that. comparison. <clears throat> well, yeah. And and so, and the the movie that I chose to at least discuss today, it may not be my favorite Arnold movie. However, that's my comparison that I can at least give, right? Mm-hmm. To the lizards out there uh, who maybe have seen, have not seen some of these movies, right? Um, but growing up with Arnold, like, he was in everything, right? Yeah. He was in yeah action movies he was in mm-hmm. drama movies he was in some comedy movies eh. mm-hmm. was it a drama what drama was he in many are very sensitive i mean drama slash comedy maybe Dr- dramedies some, yeah huh. dramedies maybe all right sorry yeah no i mean I, I, and i don't know maybe this one you you would even consider it from some standpoint but 
if I remember correctly, this was the first Arnold movie I ever saw. I would have been eight years old. So 1988, okay. the movie Twins came out. Oh, yes. oh, oh man. Right? Danny yes. So Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> Vincent was Danny DeVito. Okay. And then Julius was Arnold. Dearest Vincent, I know you don't know who I am, but believe me, I came halfway across whoa, the whoa, world. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got another six hours to pay the money back. And tell the claim brothers that harassing a man who's already in the slammer is beneath even them, all right? I don't know any claim brothers. I'm your brother, Julius. Huh? Come again? My name is Julius, and I'm your twin brother. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the movie was set on the premise that they were a science experiment, and they were trying to create the perfect human. Arnold... <laughs> Was one of the twins that worked out, and he stayed and grew up with his parents, like you know, down in the islands, right, yeah. having this wonderful life. Dan DeVito or Vincent <laughs> came out to be the size of Dan DeVito, right, short, you know, in stature, <laughs> a little pudgy, um, and he was given up to for adoption. We're making the most fully developed human the world has ever seen, but instead of just one perfect kid, mom had the two of us. Way to go, mom! Wrong. The embryo did split in two, but it didn't split equally. All the purity and strength went into Julius. All the crap that was left over went into what you see in the mirror every morning. Well, the movie progresses where Arnold finds out that he has a brother. And so he seeks him out, only to find out that literally not only is it their physique that is extremely different, it's their personalities. Arnold's very loving and caring. Danny DeVito is basically a low-level crook slash bookie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's how the movie kind of progresses. And, of course, there's those um, ups and downs. You know, they get in a fight, right, because of what Danny DeVito's been doing, and Arnold kind of finds out. And I, mean, I don't know what the problem is, but I'm sure it can be resolved without resorting to violence. You know, it, it just creates this. They they also get girlfriends, mm-hmm. you know, within the movie. Yep. And it's and Arnold kind of grew up in a sheltered life yeah, too. Mm-hmm. His whole life, he was on this island. Yes. yes, and he was essentially a science experiment. So he's mm-hmm. being raised by the scientist, and the goal here is to make him the perfect man. So they're teaching him kindness and to love, and and teaching him, uh, you know, the arts and literature. So he's very intelligent, and he's this, mm-hmm. you know, supposed to be like perfect specimen. Is the idea. And then the juxtaposition is Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Like everything yeah. he is, <laughs> yes. Danny DeVito is the opposite. Mm-hmm. Well, if you were going to pick one thing, one person to be completely opposite from Arnold Schwarzenegger, like Danny DeVito is it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That was a great casting. Oh, call. yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's, that's a great pick because, I mean, Danny DeVito is hilarious. I haven't seen that in a long time, but. Did you guys know there was supposed to be a sequel? No. They had written a sequel and it was supposed to be with Eddie Murphy. And I don't remember what happened. For some reason, it didn't come to be, but that was original idea because Eddie Murphy at the time was super hot. Yeah. I think the, the, the aspect of that movie though, for me is the fact that that was one of those roles that you don't picture Arnold right. being right. Yeah. That's but that, a great point. But that's when he started to kind of branch out into some other things yeah. and it wasn't just the, you know, action movies or, you know, because of his physique and where he came from, from bodybuilding where it really started to expand. So for me, not only again, is that one that I remember, but I was like, Oh, that, I, it was a, it was a good movie. It had some comedy. It was cute. And, you know, it played off. It I played off it. well. Yeah, good choice. I, yeah. I like nuked food. <laughs> I remember him on the plane. That was the one where he was singing. He was, Take yeah. out the pimples yeah. and the yes, yes. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little. We're gonna do a quick quick spin around about our favorite quotes from his movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah now, 
You get one. Just one. We're not going down a rabbit hole on Arnold quotes. There's, <laughs> There's a couple so many of good ones. Whatever, right, the, good whatever go. the first one comes out of your mouth, that's what I'm keeping. Anything else is additive. <laughs> and so if you're the kind of guy that's going to say, well, there's this one, this one, this one, but my favorite one's this one, guess what? You're going to be missing a few. Did you notice how he was like... Just out of the corner of his eye. I was looking over here. <laughs> let's let's talk about where this comes from, though, because there was a, there is some background so here. Let's there. unpack this. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, well, I'm more so saying that. I want to see that movie. <laughs> oh, God, that I'm more so cool. talking about at the heist. We used to have a manager who literally would go around the oh office, right, reciting Arnold Schwarzenegger Every day you hear one. In a good way, though. Oh, my oh, God, that's it. the greatest. Yeah, you nailed it. I thought you were saying it as if you didn't like it. Oh, no, my God, great. no, I love it. I love yeah. the guy. I see him all the time. Oh, but okay. nonetheless, like, let's give credit where some credit is to you. Well, hey, yeah. I, do, I do a lot of things on the side you don't know about. They play with each other weekly. All right, I'm going to start. You get one. <laughs> my... <laughs> each other weekly my favorite <laughs> is the same movie and it's not even a line it's it's the acting at the end of it you know the whole point of this whole movie was they need to get air onto mars there was this big machinery there and they had to hit this lever and put their his hand on this alien handprint and push down give this people air and this big reactor was going to start it's going to send these big hot irons down into the icy surface of Mars, melt it, which will make water, and then there's going to be oxygen immediately. It's the plan here somehow, somewhere. I don't know exactly how that all works out, but that was the goal. So as he hits the button like he's supposed to, they're getting sucked out into the space of Mars, and they're like expanding. Their faces are swelling, their eyes are bugging out, and they are just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> This is like a 10 minute sequence. <laughs> they keep flashing to her. She's like, <laughs> they flash back to him. <laughs> I fucking loved it. And the whole time, it's like, I can't believe this is still going on. Every time I've seen it, it blows my mind how long this scene goes. And they keep showing the reactor and they keep showing steam coming up from the ground. And they show glaciers, you know, coming down the mountain. And all this shit's happening the whole time. He's <laughs> getting slightly bigger. Doesn't it just make you wonder? wonder if the director's like, I'm not really feeling oh, yeah. it. What you got going I on. really need you to just, you know. Your eyes aren't bugging out far <laughs> yeah, enough. Really, I, I need to feel it. He's <laughs> <laughs> going even harder. Like more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it is fucking dynamite. It's tits. Oh, that's fucking classic. Uh, nice. Nice. That's awesome. What's yours, MJ? Uh, so mine is... I'm going to go with at the end of T2. Oh, you took mine. At the very end of T2. So Arnold has to sacrifice himself because he's the one. (laughs) Chuck is presently bitter at me. He's high. I'm not. So he decides to submerge himself into a hot molten bath of steel because he has the last chip that is in his cyborg body that could lead to the demise of the future. And so he needed to destroy his own chip. So as he's descending down into the molten steel, he says, I hate your face. <laughs> no, Chuck says that right now. No, you didn't take mine. We're good. Okay. We're good. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. And that part, by the way, like, 
get you real verklempt in the back of the throat because he was such a good father figure, friend, guardian angel to John Connor and, you know, protective of Sarah Connor. So it was very... It was a very sweet ending to an action movie. Aww. He told you he'd be back. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't mine, but that's a good T3, one. T three, that sucked. But I didn't Did bother he, watching that one. Yeah. Didn't he also say that in the police station? Yeah, right? the yeah. first one. Oh, he yeah. did. Yeah, he went up and yeah. they told him to essentially yeah. go away. Said he couldn't come till like normal hours or something, and he yes. only walks away. <laughs> Not with mm-hmm. as much emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. he didn't care as much that time. He's yeah. like. He was more or less saying, I'm going to be back in a minute, motherfucker. And you're all going to die. You got to read between the lines. You got to condense that yeah. down. Yeah. You got to read between the lines. Phrase. Catchphrase. <laughs> I'll be back. What do you got, Chuck? Uh, mine is also from the end of T2, but not quite that far to the end, I guess. I got the last word. Yeah. Mine, uh, mine is hasta la vista, baby. Ooh, yeah. I really like that. And, you know, that was... Uh, John Connor like teaches them the line for when he's supposed to kill someone, but he, he uses yes. it on the on the Terminator at the end. It was great. He shatters it when he yes. shoots it. Yeah. Well, after the nitrogen, so it. was yeah. that after yeah. the I nitrogen told you I've seen frozen? This. Yep, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought you might actually say it earlier when you were describing <laughs> that, and I got a little panicky. Oh, and then you were relieved. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. then I was yep. less of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, I wasn't leaning that way. <laughs> I, well, yeah. Wow! Whoa! 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 Who said that? All right, Tim. What do you got? Yeah, so I'm going to pull one out that's a little bit different. However, I think it's a classic line still. Um, kindergarten Cop, oh, right? So I'm going again with kind of those one. off movies. That yeah. is a goodie. <clears throat> so there is a scene when he is having to investigate, right? So he's he's a cop that's been placed into like this situation where he's undercover and he's a kindergarten teacher. And he's trying to find as much out about these parents of these children as he can because he feels like that's one of their they're possible targets, right? Um, and so he's he's like asking the kids questions. What does your daddy do? What does your mommy do? And they're giving all these hilarious answers, right? Seems great. But at one point in time, he's getting a headache because he cannot control the kids. And one of the kids like says, well, you know, it's probably a tumor. And he's like, it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> you got to say it with flair. It's not a tumor. <laughs> But right before that, you know what he was asking those kids? Who is your dad? Who's your dad? Yes. <laughs> that was the important question. Great movie. So it's, yeah, but classic lines that, yeah, that come yeah. out of that. There's so many of them, but... Yeah, That's good, too, because it wasn't even a catchphrase. It was just a good moment yeah. in the movie, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a funny line. Yeah, yeah. Well, and his... his accent and everything about his tone like mm-hmm. that's what makes his so many of his phrases so yeah. catchy yes agreed agreed well they just stick out yeah like <laughs> it's not a tumor get to the chopper i mean god you could just go on and on oh yes and i do just want to give a quick shout out to predator both because of arnold and yeah, yeah. also that chopper. is the get coolest to the get to the chopper the Predator character is a badass character. Well, it's the yeah. only movie they got it right, too. Like, that first Predator movie was so good. Mm-hmm. Titties. So <laughs> Big old titties. Jesse Ventura, uh, Carl Weathers in that movie, mm-hmm. uh, amongst other people that were fantastic. The writer for Lethal Weapon, who also wrote Nice Guys not too long ago mm-hmm. with Mickey Mouse good. Clubber. What was that guy's name? Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. That was and, a great uh, movie. The guy from Gladiator. Yes, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah. Look at us using it. We're getting better at this shit. Yes, yes. Mind power. Can you, t- can you tell our shit's not scripted? Yeah. We, <laughs> we go off the rails all the time. Anyway, that Nice Guys movie, this guy wrote, he also wrote 
Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which had Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. in it. Mm-hmm. Fucking mm-hmm. fantastic, like yeah. noir movies, like yeah. mysteries. So good. And he was an actor in Predator. A lot of, a lot of ties I back like to Predator. that. Yeah, for sure. Well, when we talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger and pop culture, he's absolutely fucking everywhere. But one thing I found years ago, I had a buddy over, and there was a cartoon on one night on MTV called Camp Chaos. All right, uh, you want to be on the same team or you want to go up against each other? Uh, let's be on the same team and fight someone imaginary. Sounds good. You want to fight the Thundercats? I would, but I have a Thundercats script over at Paramount. It's too close to home. I understand. Let's just take on the Russians as usual. Pop out. Take that, commies. Rambo, help me. Yeah. I'm coming, Terminator. For whatever reason, I thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever. I was just absolutely dying. So I, I love that he, you know, his physicality... Is you know he's been in every fucking movie. He is a good actor. He's just well known. So I'm gonna leave you with this, folks. We're gonna play a little bit here for you from Bill Burr. I think Bill Burr says it best. He's a comedian from Boston. He's one of my favorites. The guy's fucking hysterical, and he just has a different way of looking at things. He has this bit right here about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Enjoy. All my heroes are going down. Arnold Schwarzenegger, another great man. Another great man. Taken down by that gold-digging whore of a maid he's got. And I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a piece of shit for doing what he did. It was a piece of shit move. But how come only he got chastised? What about the maid? Why was she called the maid the, that entire story? She was never called a whore, ever. Just boggled my mind. She knew his wife, first name basis, played with their kids, fucked her husband in their own goddamn bed. That's right down the checklist. First ballot Hall of Fame whore. Right there. Never. Why do you think she hooked up with him? Because of that 1987 flat top he's still rocking? The giant space between his teeth, I could put this mic cord through? Or do you think maybe it's all that kindergarten cop money laying around the goddamn bedroom? No, it's awful. It's a horrific thing to see as a guy, watching guys go through that shit, you know? And then there's no, there's no sort of examination of it. They just go, ah, he's an idiot. Hey, stupid. That guy's stupid? If that guy's stupid, what the fuck am I? Right? <laughs> Does it even make sense? Why would you do that? Why would you accomplish all that and then fuck it up, hooking up with one of the ugliest human beings I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> Not saying I'm a prize, I'm just saying, you know? It's gotta be something beyond that, right? You know what I think it is? I think it comes down to the way he talks, you know? <laughs> That dude should be unloading trucks in Transylvania. That should, be, that should have been the height of his success. But because he's a great man, he had the balls to move to America. Became famous for lifting weights. I lift weights, nobody gives a shit. He lifts weights, ah, 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 becomes super famous. Did he rest on his laurels? No, next challenge. I'm gonna become an actor, despite the fact that nobody can really understand me. Against all odds, he starts making movies. Get down, there's a bomb, get out of there. <laughs> Becomes one of the biggest blockbuster stars of all time. What are you gonna do next, Arnie? I think I'm Maria Kennedy. There's no fucking way you can do that. Bam, he does it. <laughs> Cherry on top, I'm running for governor of a state I can't even pronounce, and he wins the election. <laughs> Why wouldn't this guy think he couldn't bang his maid in his own bed and get away with it? This dude has been in the zone for over four decades. 
four decades, nothing but net. Bang a maid in my own bed, dude, that's a layup. Are you serious? I had a hit movie with the midget. I don't even need a condom. Right? And then what happens? The smoke clears. Then all these trolls come out of the woodwork and start judging this great man. All these fatties, these fucking old guys who never got any with their jowls coming on TV. Absolutely reprehensible behavior. What kind of a public servant? His, his, his legacy is shrouded. <laughs> like they have any idea what it's like to be tempted at that level, right? Like they have groupies as they waddle out to their mercury tracer parked on the other side of a dumpster. Really? You're beating them off? This guy, he's not a great man anymore? Terminator doesn't count? Is that what the fuck you're telling me? Because he fucked Alice? Really? He's still not a great man because he did that. Then that's, the whole thing's over? Anybody here think they could move to Austria, learn the language, become famous for working out, then be a movie star, then marry into their royalty and hold public office? How many lifetimes would you need? I'm on my third attempt at Rosetta Stone Spanish. All right, we're going to wrap this up. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed our little montage of Arnold Schwarzenegger shit. There's some more stuff in the liner notes. Feel free to take a look at that. We're going to go smoke some Wonka bars number 12. I have number 12 written down. 13. 13. I noticed that when you sent the email. I thought it was something new. <laughs> that is so funny. We're going to have Wonka Bars 13 and uh, come back and play out the song. We'll be right back. About to start a little puff puff giving this motherfucker. Get out of here, Dewey. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Well, I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit forming. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. Okay, but just this once. Come on in. All right. Playing out with some Wonka bars. 13, not 12. Don't be confused with 12. There is no 12. What if it was 9? <laughs> well, that's what the Wee Witch said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ponderous, man. Um... I love Wonka bars. What do you feel like with Wonka bars, MJ? Hi. All right. That's a good description. That's exactly what I was looking for. That's not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? You're riding down a chocolate river. Nice. You're seeing Oompa Loompas. I'm enjoying these Skittles. Yeah, right? Tasting the rainbow. Yeah, yeah. Skittles were a good idea. Next time I ask you, how are you feeling? I'm like, Hey, MJ, how you feeling? Winnebago. <laughs> wow. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> okay, I caught up. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> Listen, did I, did I not just say I felt high? Now hold his hope. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I love it. We had some Walk of Ours 13. It's one of our favorites. Check the liner notes. We get ours at Skymint. Not that they advertise. Nobody's giving us money for saying that shit. That's just where we happen to buy it. Calm your tits. <laughs> You're right. That was a good thing to use. Yeah. That, was a, that was an appropriate 
use for that. Man. Thank you, Chuck. Yeah. I'm going to start using that tomorrow on the Duchess. <laughs> And she is not going to appreciate it she until next not. Monday. She will not appreciate it. Next Monday, she's going to get it. But between oh, now yeah. and then, she's not going to love this. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's play out with a song. What do you got tonight, Tim? All right. We're going out there. Royal and the Serpent. Fuck you. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Peace. I just bought a two-seater one Got the car, got the guy, dope job, dream life I guess this is what happy looks like Hearing it from everyone Good job, you're great, cool song, big break Damn, I guess this is what happy looks like trying to visualize you driving rocking out to this song you fucking bet your ass at you mm-hmm. like pink dice mm-hmm. hanging on his dash totally no the, a pink ball sack hanging off the back of <laughs> <laughs> those ball sacks are so vulgar but they are hilarious also and they put, swing right. They like swing like I would expect balls to swing. I just make an assumption about people every time I see that. I'm gonna just hang. Me, oh, me too. Yeah. Why don't women hang like a big labia off the back of theirs? <laughs> <laughs> just basically like female balls. Yeah. Why not? 
Maybe you should. Uh, There's our next idea. Yeah. Split the foot log. Foot log, which, oh, man, I forgot to talk about that earlier. That was oh, another great idea. Yeah. Are we going to call it the meat curtain? All right, let's, let's describe foot log. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a meat curtain was where a woman's belly was so fat that it hung over the vagina. That was a meat curtain. No. <laughs> what are you calling a meat curtain? Same thing Tim's calling a, a meat curtain. A flashy vagina. Yeah. Just, I, th- I feel like you just described a fupa, right? Why do, yeah. well, that's, fupa? That's the where f- the ham sandwich came from. <laughs> well, I know it's a ham sandwich. Yeah, yes. but meat curtain and hand sandwich. Yes yeah. to all this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, listen to the expert. <laughs> meat curtains are a beefy vagina. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, your friend can tell her son that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make, make a list. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't believe I forgot to talk about the foot log. There's nothing that identifies this podcast more than the fucking foot log. Yeah, like, no. you gotta put that shit on the map. It's good though. If I'm in the mood, I, I, yeah, I'll fucking rock out. The to more it. blurred the lines, the better. That's right. I'm doing it. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're I'm blur- doing, but I'm doing it. You just lines. agreed to something. I'm not sure what. But. I know it has to do with blurred lines, though. I know MJ's blurred fucking just lines. just staring at me into my that eyes. Blur- that blurred it? lines. Yeah, is that a song? It is a song. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, is that not it? Yes. Hey, no, hey, you got hey. it now. I wasn't, I knew what you were attempting at first. Oh, I didn't I nail it? No, I wasn't sure <laughs> initially. <laughs> what you said attempting makes me feel like I totally failed. Was it bad? No. I don't think so, no, but I I'm not, I can't it off. be sure. Strike that. So, <laughs> Strike that from the notes. Who, who was that? It never happened. That did Blurred Lines. He, he, Robin yeah. Thick. Robin. Yeah. Oh, we both said that the same way. <laughs> Right. That's the bush. Robin Thicks is thick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like fucking bushweed. I just like we're that we're doubling nope. up on this Bushwhacking. right now from last week. Right. Was it? We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're we're doubling up from okay, last week. Yeah. Sure. Oh my god, was that last week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we just want to know if everybody knew that was a fluffy bush sound. <laughs> Bush. Yeah, there's not, your, bush. not could be not to be confused with open ass. <laughs> I, there, I nailed it. I couldn't do it earlier. I was too high. Yes, I did it. Now you couldn't get. You were definitely. Wait, I gotta think of blurring ass. lines ass. on that. That's ass. This is now literally a repeat of, of last week's B side. <laughs> I was too high last time to successfully do that. I feel like I'm in the zone right now. I think I just nailed it. Well, okay. All right, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give these. Right now, so we can use them as drops, right? So this is this is bush. Nope. <laughs> God damn it. It's got to have more P and yeah, less. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. There you there go. That's bush. bush. Not to be confused with asshole, bush. which is. No. No, I can't get it. <laughs> Here, allow me. Yeah, please. Oh, there it is. I forgot. It's a, it's a soft end. Yeah, you could overlay these tracks from week to week. They'd be identical. Right. No, no, no. This is it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I got it. Oh, I did it right he left. <laughs> there it is. Totally different. There's a feeling. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's how it rolls out. It's blue streak. It's the same look. <laughs> blue steel. Blue steel. And I just took it to the face with the microphone again. <laughs> Uh, it's the same look. 
It's the same look. There's Am I one crazy? Guy. The man has only one look for Christ's sake. Blue steel, Ferrari, Latigra. They're the same face. No, fuck you. There's one guy out there, just like you. You get it. There's one guy out there that's like, I hear the difference. Yeah, I totally hear it. I I am that guy. Yeah, I know Did you, you are. get it? Yeah. You were definitely, you had Bush on your breath. Yeah, I was having a hard time with it. Did you say I had Bush on my breath? Yeah. Bush on the breath. <laughs> well, I think we figured out the name of this episode. You had Bush on the breath. Uh, TM. <laughs> you get a lot of those, by the way, MJ. Uh, that could be a good band name. Bush on the Brow. Bush on the Brow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or song. Or debut album title. You know who I could see that? being in a Bush on My Breath, like a band named Bush on My Breath? Who that? Actually, I probably can't say this. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. I could see Too Tony. late. <laughs> I could see Tony in a band named Bush on My Breath. <laughs> <laughs> Play his slide guitar. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not going to sing their own band name, are they? Tell that to. All right. I mean, I What's know some do. What's the name of the dudes. band? You know what? If if hold on, Boston. Okay. Boston. Uh, not in like so every wait, song. Wait, wait, no, there was. A, what was the name of the song that named themselves after the big song? Oh my god! As soon as you say, it, you're like, bad company. Oh yes, you're uh, right. I can't company. I can't deny. See, so they're gonna have a bush, bush on the breath, breath song as well. I told that's me. acceptable. It's a cool. It's a cool. No, I'm sorry. By bush on my breath. Yeah, bush on my breath. By bush, bush, bush on my breath. breath. Yes. I could see. Yeah. I could see Tony doing that all the way. <laughs> And now for my side project. Like, not in a bad way. I think it'd be super awesome. Does he sing only but in low tones? I introduce. I, I have no idea. Bush on my breath. So guttural, man. You really got down there. Somebody sat on your nuts. <laughs> no, that it would have been like. Right, wouldn't that have been high? I wish I knew how to. Maybe next week there's a way to hold this button down. Just have it do that forever. And just hold it. <laughs> That's it right there. Just record I mean, that. If that doesn't sound like there's bush on your breath, I don't know what does, right? Oh, man. No, that sound <clears throat> does not is not the sound of bush on your breath. You don't think so? That's offensive sound. <laughs> this, is, this is this is the sound of bush on your breath. Like <laughs> trying to get a hair off your tongue. Like, um, uh, that's that's the sound of bush on your breath. What's he doing? He's trying to get a hair out of his mouth. Oh, uh, then you go up and high five him. The other hand, not oh, yeah. one to get in the push out. <laughs> Getting the bush. Get the bush out. <laughs> Get the bush out of there. Damn it. This is terrible. I can't do it. I'm I'm sorry, everybody. I deplorable. am a deplorable individual. It happens. I can't help it. I've been this way my whole life. Me, so I bought him a Jeep Grand Cherokee to prove I loved him. Can't hear it. I gotta take that out. 
<gasps> and I gotta tell you, I found that very, very hot. Never mind. It's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> that was so five minutes ago. <laughs> Deadpan group yeah. over here. I'm telling you, it takes a special finger to drop the drop right where it goes. You miss it by 60 seconds. Yep. There's no laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Moment's over. It's so over. It's At that point, I didn't know what we were talking about I, anymore. <laughs> you were saying? Exactly. Bush oh, on your shit. breath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bush on your breath. Oh, you're so sure. good. Oh, I wrote that down. You're smart. You wrote down bush on your breath? I wrote bush on the breath. What bush was it originally? I think you had bush on your breath. <laughs> no, I did. It, it had to be your breath. I thought it was just you know because it's your dog. Because you were making the. It was bush on the breath. That yeah, was bush on the breath. Yeah, on the, on breath. the breath. Okay. I can't remember. Because then it's not to imply that it's your breath. But when a suitcase vibrates, then the door's got to call the police. My suitcase. Was vibrating. Nine times out of ten, it's an electric razor, but every once in a while, it's a dildo. Of course, it's company policy never to imply ownership in the event of a dildo. We have to use the indefinite article, a dildo, never your dildo. <laughs> Or Bush. Like but the, rather, yes, thank like you. That's when he finds the dildo <laughs> yes. in his suitcase. And Edward Norton, the narrator, goes, I don't own. But I don't have, the guy goes, Dad, yeah. And pretends like he's the phone. <laughs> I gotta be on this, waiting. He doesn't even say anything. He waves him off and just turns the phone sideways so he's not looking up anymore. I know, it's okay, man, I get it. That's what he's saying. You don't have to tell me it's not yours. I get it. Well, and it... it in case it's a dildo. Yeah. They're and not it, allowed to use the... It's in the, We're not allowed to say your dildo. Instead, we have to say the dildo. <laughs> <laughs> not to imply that it's yours. I th- that's what he said. Don't that's, worry. I'll drop uh, it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but don't cover up what I said. No. Don't cover up that exchange because you got me. You got me. I know. Believe me. I got you. <laughs> you have fallen me. Every time I feel like the world just doesn't work because it, nobody understands, I look at you and I realize she gets it. She gets it. She's as fucked up as I am. That's why we don't shave our heads and run around with an umbrella. <laughs> we handle ourselves yeah. differently. Yeah. We get on the weed and we figure shit out. That's right. That's for sure. Hash it out, if you will. <laughs> wow. What is that ringing? Oh, we could totally call the weed witch because we're all high. I think if we we're ever going to, it might be now. I probably won't remember it. So oh, hopefully. I have a. We have to. Oh. She, she had a story about being a sex therapist. At a sex therapist. Okay, let's see how we can fit this into the conversation. <laughs> she told me a handful of different things. She was a sex therapist to tell people how to make sure they were having sex right before they did uh, in vitro se- insemination. And she figured out that like six out of ten were doing sex wrong. That's interesting. Maybe. I don't know if it could be funny or not. Next one is, I don't know why they're in this order to me, but that's where they are. <laughs> so this one right here is, uh, she was the first fully nude stripper in a specific strip club in Chicago. We ask questions about that. Something about clown college. 
you're not confusing that with just having hung out with Todd Chrisman, are you? No. No, I'm not. He wasn't there. Um, Does it have anything to do with clown I, pockets? I feel like she went to Ringling Brothers. That's the most interesting one to me. All right. That's a stripper full nude. I know. It, pretty it just, I, I, know I know, but clown college? This is happening. Like, yeah, it, that's It kind of went in order of like. <laughs> I dig it. This is happening. Well, let's just ask her about her past professions. Well, we'll let Duke handle it. How about that? Can't wait to see what her walk-up music is. Fifth episode of the Fifth Dimension Lounge. You got a couple minutes? Of course I do. Anything for the Fifth Dimension Lounge. So I was sitting here thinking to myself, <clears throat> it's a it's a special episode. It's been ten episodes since you were on. I thought we could call and have a quick conversation. I said to the group, "Gosh, I don't know what we talk about. I have a couple ideas of things. I know you started to tell me stories on, so I threw them out there. Now I'm super high." But I swear to God, <laughs> one of the stories you told me was something about the Ringling Brothers. Um, okay, well, we can't use Ringling Brothers because it wasn't actually Ringling Brothers. Okay. It, was, it was a circus, though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do tell. Intrigued. Okay. <laughs> so, Floor is yours. <laughs> um, when I was in high school, I was in gymnastics, and it's a really grueling sport, but in in the summertime when you know i wanted to be a kid i didn't want to have to practice and go to school and blah so our gymnastics coach said you know if you want to stay fit but you don't want to do this you can always join the triton circus and i thought it was a joke (laughs) (laughs) wait wait because yeah i mean when i'm a kid i mean it, it, that was like a threat. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to run away and join the circus. I didn't know that was an actual option to go train with the circus. Right. I didn't either, which is why I thought it was a joke. But I went and turns out, indeed, they have their own circus. And it's completely volunteer. Um, there are like almost no safety protocol. <laughs> um, it's, it's a lot of college kids with some really cool equipment. Um, but they have the big nets, so you could be fearless. I mean, as long as you're not afraid of falling into a net. So what did you do? What was your role? Um, I got to do tightrope. I got to do, um, the, um, high wire and, um, the trapeze. Are are tightrope and high wire not the same fucking thing? I was thinking the same thing. Well, high wire you have to be high for. Exactly. No, no, no. High wire is higher. (laughs) Higher in the air. In the air. High wire is in the air. Tightrope can be anywhere, and it can be in any angle. Huh. High wire is high and straight, typically. But, um... Learn something new every day. Yeah. You you do have to be a little high to want to do that. Well... That story didn't have the polished finish of the Benoit balls, <laughs> but I guess I never asked for details on that one. <laughs> I, I mean, you you asked if I joined the circus, and in fact, I did. That one's on me. Join a circus, and I can't believe that we performed some of the things we did. All I picture in my head is like HBO's Carnival. That's what I see. Did you guys ever watch that? Mm-mm. It's just oh well. 
It's lost them. Never mind. (laughs) All right. We had time for one quick story before we were wrapping up. So we thought we'd call you and say hi. Um, you know, next time, give me some warning and I can come up with a better one. Like, have this it was ready. impromptu. But yeah, you I can't was... just call. You can't just call the really high girl at 1023 at night and be like, hey, were you ever in a circus? <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Yeah. What do you I mean, mean yeah, we can't? We just did. did. But <laughs> doesn't quite have the punchline that you were hoping for. I mean, oh. had I had more time, I could have come up with a better one. I could have said, yeah, I was in a circus. It was a long time ago. It was wild. I was high. Here's a new one. And I would have had anyone right. ready. All right, have have one on ready for next time. I I have pubic hair breath, so I gotta go. What do I have? Bush breath. <laughs> push, push on your breath. All right, I'll see you no, guys. Push on the breath. Push I'm on the breath. I'm hoping that when I hear the episode, that's gonna make sense. Yeah, call Maybe. me tits. You will. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest regret was not asking you to tell the Taco Bell story again. Oh, that Mexican pizza. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm going to stop coming here. I can't go through here. that again. <laughs> I enjoyed my week off. No, we need to have... Are you going to leave you MJ's a bad I'm, Yelp review? I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they make fun of me every time I come here. <laughs> on the podcast. He's going to one star us. Friends, one star. Tim, Tim one star. This show sucks. He unfriends you and just defriends you immediately. <laughs> Three assholes oh. and... A beautiful, handsome bastard. Oh, man. It's too funny. His name's MJ. Uh, what, what did I do? He's the one that always rips on you. I know. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't not. And then you come yeah. over. Then you, you come don't over. not. I don't did not. You just, did you just double negative? I don't know what just happened there. Then Which you come over and you just go you like did. this. Yeah. Right. She's good at poking. <laughs> poking and prodding. Yeah. 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 And then encouraging. Yeah. 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 Never on the front lines. <laughs> always the supporter. <laughs> Medic. <laughs> She's support. Um, my thought was truly. We should have a funny segment every week where you can come in and talk about your Taco Bell stories or your crumble stories. And we need a sounder to begin it. Like, Tim's terrible experiences. <laughs> Damn. And they'd be like, this one time I went to Crumble and it fucking sucked. Tim's I wanted a pumpkin review. cookie. My wife told me to go in for, but you know, not in my way, his way. Longer. Oh, longer? <laughs> yeah, his oh. way. And then we'll add stuff to it and then it'll end with like, don't go there. <laughs> or don't be that guy. <laughs> like a plater. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't I haven't worked it out, but I'm, I think I feel like we're on a path. I'm there. not I'm not hating it. There's got to be a way to tie it up. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. I got stories. I got stories. I fucking Are you hate gonna people. fast forward him like you did me on Working Girl? <laughs> that was so you, funny. You know, I never <laughs> I, I never got your feedback on that. I thought it was funny. Okay. You did get my okay. feedback. <laughs> I, I remember when Chuck first heard it, because he didn't know I was going to do it. You know, yeah. we call each other after the first the episode airs and compare notes on it, because he hasn't heard the drops and everything. So we always talk on that Monday morning. And he goes, did you talk to MJ yet? Like, how'd she feel about that? <laughs> Which is funny to me, because I never even, it never even occurred to me to think of your feelings. <laughs> like, <I> just, <laughs> in my head, it made sense that we were like, I don't want to lose any of this, because she's actually talking about good shit, but how do we make this funny? It is a little long. It was just a fast forward. I, I did describe the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a Tess McGill episode. Uh, that was so funny. So much detail. Uh, but uh, I thought that worked then. 
So I, it never occurred to me that you would be offended. I actually, it made me laugh. I good. thought it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Good. It was good. I thought it was a good, otherwise. If you can't laugh at yourself a little bit, then what are you doing? I think I'm you know? fucking hilarious. Yeah. I like to laugh at me all the time. That was more for Tim. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Are you worried about me? Man, Chuck grew a pair of those balls hanging on the back of the truck. Uh, hey, here's the That was a good one. You haven't fucking created the sandwich whatsoever. There's been no compliments in there. It's just been hit after hit after hit. I mean, it had all the elements. You didn't see it coming. Parts of it really hurt. Play that one for Tim a lot. Oh, man. That's a major bird. Yeah, comic relief. Nothing but positive messaging, everybody, for the rest of the night toward Tim, please. Having dinner with a buddy of mine, and he listens to the podcast. And I was telling him, he's like, you guys should be on YouTube. I'm like, oh, here's the dilemma. I have content I want to put on there. I don't know how to do the video. We thought about doing these masks that were like Mardi Gras masks. I just fucking hated them. I, like, she did a good job painting them. I don't like the way they looked on us. Yes. Just didn't quite work. Um, I'm like, so I don't know what to do. He's like, oh, you're missing it, man. He's like... You don't need to have a video. You can do like still images or something or a pattern. I'm like, oh my God, that's a great idea. He's like, so instead of masks, he goes, you could do like full masks, like a gorilla mask. Or he said, you know, um, defunct mascots from like Major League Baseball, shit like that. So I started thinking like, oh, it could be like a president, like Ronald Reagan. Like I started really thinking and like laughing about break. it. point break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like point break. That's ex- you talk. Some kind of he- cohesion would be cool. Oh, I think it'd be funny if they were all different, mm. you know, to see like Ronald Reagan, a gorilla head, um, an elephant, <laughs> an actual elephant <laughs> sitting here <laughs> or an elephant head, an elephant head. Okay. Dude, you're so high. Miss <laughs> Piggy. Like, an elephant. <laughs> way to contribute, Tim. That, wait, Tim, wait, wait, that wait. was a really nice job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. I'm out. Tim, call him your tits. <laughs> so when I looked at the gorilla head on Amazon, if you scroll down and I found the one I liked, you could start swiping and it would show you other ones people have picked that they also have looked at. And one was a fucking parrot head. And it's like a huge uh, parrot head. And I thought that would be so funny for you. Fine. I'll do a parrot head. Fine. That's awesome. <laughs> Chuck, what did you say you wanted hey, to do earlier? I, I want the Burger King. Oh, the Burger yeah. King head. That's like the idea. burger king burger king the bu- <laughs> you can't just like do it's a burger. burger or king it's the burger king right? you can't say it like that <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got demoted he's no longer the king he totally sounds like he's just been presented with yeah. seven minute abs <laughs> no shit he's just Mr. Burger now <laughs> He's not a, any fucking burger. I'm Burger King. I'm not a peasant. Oh, huh. grade A. Grade A Burger King. Flame broiled. <laughs> it's flame broiled. So he thought about the Burger King mask. How about you, MJ? What would you wear? Miss Piggy. Nice. Kermit. <laughs> Did I do it? Did it work? You did. You, you nailed it. Thank you. You're just being nice. Somebody's about to butcher me now. I, <laughs> I, see, really this, good. I see this rope a dope. I see what we're doing here. Actually, oh. my mom totally used to have a Miss Piggy mask. This is what made me think of that. And 
it stank of that stupid rubber. Oh yeah, that rubber. What do you think these are going to smell like? Right? <laughs> Dong. <laughs> Still do. I'm going to rub some lavender oil in yeah, there. All right. <laughs> 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 like lavender oil covered plastic rubber. Oh, I feel like that would be a big mistake. You would be so. If you put lavender oil in a mask and then put it on like a rubber mask. How long was your photo shoot? So Three gay. seconds. <laughs> I think you would pass out. Here's MJ putting the mask on. And here's MJ taking the mask off. That's all I got. Oh, and here's one more of her rubbing lavender inside the mask. <laughs> And she was out. Why are you thinking it'll get in my eyes? It would just be no, overwhelming. Be so strong inside yeah, of that. It's going to well, smell I'm like Well, I'm not going to slather it. I'm just oh. going to dab, dab, <laughs> just to dabble, do it, dab, dab. It's going like st- to be like sticking potpourri up your nose. Yeah. Especially la- lavender is real strong. So rubber up my nose, scent is better. Do you have a different scent, maybe? I mean, there are many options when it comes to essential oils. <laughs> Peppermint. No, that one could be stingy. <laughs> That's why I said it. That is a no. Lavender, yes. Peppermint, no. <laughs> I almost got it. There's a little delay. I'm a little slow. A little delay. Old Bay seasoning. You're you're a week early. You have time travel speed. Yeah. Oh, time travel. I wish I had time travel speed. Do you think she like made him get in a car and go 88 miles an hour just? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have a flux capacitor. So what? She said time travel speed. What? I mean, you don't know. She could have (laughs) just. I think we're good. Okay. We good? That's a wrap.
you keep telling stories like that that take that long, then I have time to eat some <laughs> <laughs>